uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to OutLoud. CPaaS or Communications Platform as a Service is one of the fastest growing areas that we cover here at UC Today and Twilio are the dominant market force. Its provision of communication APIs for voice, video and messaging are utilized by organizations around the world who want to embed functionality directly into their business processes. Twilio's annual customer and developer conference, Signal, attracted over 3,000 attendees to San Francisco this year, and we had a man on the scene in the form of Moshi Beaufort, UC Today's technology journalist. Today, Moshi joins me to give us all of the news from the event and take us through his main highlights. I started by asking Moshi what the main idea behind Twilio Signal is. Have a listen. The idea behind Twilio Signal in general is to get developers who use their APIs to come and learn how to most effectively implement those into their UC strategies. So they can build, you know, really, really good quality UC systems for their companies and improve overall the customer experience and user experience and developer experience as well. And that's the critical thing for Twilio, isn't it? Because it's a, it's a, it's a very different business model than a lot of the companies that you and I talk to on a day-to-day. You know, it absolutely does rely on that development, that, that developer community, that, that CPaaS element, the, the development is, is so critical. Yeah, 100%. And I would say the developers are their biggest advocates because they understand the APIs that they build. They, Twilio does a great job at explaining why they've done something, the real use or the real world applications, if you will, and I think that's really awesome because I experienced that at the conference and I thought, you know, if more companies could just really convey why they're different, then they would probably be a lot better off. <laughs> so Signal, it was, it was last week. It was in San Francisco. First of all, did you have a good time? Well, yeah, San Francisco is one of the most beautiful cities in the U.S. And I ate a lot while I was there, of course. Uh, it's a Classic. given. Uh, <laughs> very necessary, very necessary. I know you've published, I've been trying to keep up with all the stuff you've published on the site in terms of news. What was sort of, what was sort of the main news headlines for, for, from the event? So they really focused and have been focusing, I'd say, for the past year or so, really heavily on artificial intelligence and implementing that into their offering Flex, uh, Twilio Flex, which is their cloud context center uh, offering. And basically Twilio launched two new APIs that are AI-centric Twilio conversations, which uses natural language processing and things like that, which I thought was really, really cool. And basically, it takes customer service from very public channels like Facebook and Twitter to channels where people are actually using, customers are using, you know, and they'll respond via text message. You can keep that damaging information about your company offline, also provide a really, really personalized customer experience with a real person, or utilizing bots and things like that with AI, but uh, Media Streams is one of those APIs that they launched on the first day, which was which gives call and contact centers access to real-time voice calls, so they can actually take preventative measures when they realize that a customer is angry or they've said a keyword that they've identified already as something that is a trigger word, if you will. Those are two of the things that they launched, uh, and I would say those are pretty strong uh, APIs that developers are going to have a really fun time uh, implementing those into their UC environments. Flex obviously approaches the the contact center from a from from a different approach, and at the moment it's it's only available really. They're only it's only available for quite large enterprises. But 
some of the stuff you were saying there in terms of conversations that does sound really interesting because one of the key things of contact centers you said if if customers are giving feedback feedback through a public channel if you can move that onto a more private channel there's a there's a big benefit for customer service providing organizations there exactly and i think twilio understood the value of moving those private conversations or or it should be private conversations to very public channels and then giving the customer the opportunity to say you know i had a really good experience with xyz you know customer service maybe i'll send out a tweet about it you know and so that is what people will see as opposed to you know, I was really angry with my customer service experience that I did, you know, and they had there's this whole whole stream of uh, conversation, if you will, where people can see that maybe they haven't had the best customer service experience or maybe they were getting frustrated or whatever, but it can create a negative image of the company, of course. So that was day one. Did, did Flex and, the, and the, obviously the contact center provision take take most of the headlines on day one? Was that sort of the main focus? That was pretty much the focus, and, and there were companies there that actually utilized Twilio API. So there was one of the big airlines in the United States. I don't want to say their name and it'd be wrong, so I'll leave it at a big airline. And, and companies like uh, Netflix were there and talking about how they actually, actually utilized some of Twilio's offerings. Not so relevant for our audience, but, you know, Twilio just partnered with a major or with a U.S. marketing company, to marketing technology company. And so Netflix was implementing that technology for email uh, marketing and things like that. Most of the sessions I saw were focused on customer experience, user experience, and contact center, which, yeah, I mean, I think they all obviously fall under the umbrella of contact center. And it, it's interesting because Twilio's like, you know, their their solution is really, really young, but it's already got pretty much everything that you need out of the box for, for large enterprises to actually just have a, a cloud uh, calling solution that is, from everything that I saw, very, very solid solution. So that, so that was sort of day one. How, how, long, do, how long does uh, SignalComp go on for? Uh, Signal was three days long, two days officially, but three days. On Monday, developers say there were hundreds of developers uh, from what from what I experienced. I had the opportunity to speak with them and some of them owned unified communications companies and things like that. And they were developing solutions to try to integrate with 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 Twilio and so on. And it was interesting because day one, I'm not a developer, you know, my, my background is, is 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 not development, but I had some interesting conversations with these people because they're so unique in the way they approach, you know, calling contact center. And so that was sort of day one, nerding out hardcore with these guys and, 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 and girls for that matter, obviously. And day two was officially day one, if you will. And that's when they unveiled their API-centric uh, uh, APIs. And that was sort of like where all of the pomp and circumstance happened. You know, it was their, their CEO, Jeff Lawson, he came out and there were... Um, uh, coding competitions and things like that online and are on stage rather and it was just you know it's funny it was interesting they had a lot of good I don't like the word content I would say information useful information that they provided for the audience and I think that it was something that developers actually gained value out of because they don't just say these are our products and they're really cool they say throughout the entire time they said these are our products these are how other people are using them how they're integrating into them 
here's how you can best use them. Here's actually a workshop on how to do this very specific thing, you know, that you'd like to do maybe that you didn't know how to do with with Twilio. Would you say that the what what was the reception to the to the introductions in terms of conversations and, and also media streams? Did that go well with the assembled developers and, and customers? Was that was that the sort of thing they were looking for in terms of big announcements? I do think so, and there were other announcements that were not so relevant to, to UC, but I would say, in general, the feedback from the people I spoke with, you know, who are directly building these these systems for, for the companies they work for, is, wow, this is really cool, this is going to be useful, this is actually going to save us a lot of time, which is one of the most important takeaways that I actually got from, uh, from Signal, is that Twilio is just really looking to save these developers a lot of time, and, and, and so they can focus on not building infrastructure, but building the systems exactly how they should be designed and how they should work smoothly and seamlessly with artificial intelligence, alongside artificial intelligence, rather, and humans. And, and did they talk about, because ju just before, I think, uh, you'd write, there was some quite interesting stuff coming out about their sort of financials and growth trajectory. Obviously, it's going pretty well for Twilio, so th they must have seemed pretty pleased with how, with how the business is developing. Well, yeah, Twilio is about 11 years old, and they've pretty much dominated the CPaaS space for the, for the past 11 years. They're the OGs or the originators, if you will. And in, financially, I think, you know, Twilio is doing well. We just we recently published on our site that uh, I think their numbers were a little bit lower than expected. However, they're remaining very positive about uh, the outcome of things. They're... They're still young. They're diversifying every every day. They're diversifying their offerings. They're also a very diverse company, which is something that I, I had the opportunity to speak with employees about. They have goals that they've set for themselves, uh, diversity hiring goals and things like that, which I think is very important. You know, for for a tech company to realize that that tech has a problem. It's overwhelmingly white. It's overwhelmingly male, and so to get people from the LGBT and Black and Latino and Pacific Islanders and underrepresented communities, things like that, into the tech community. They actually even offer um, scholarship for, for developers, I believe, from under um, underprivileged areas and things like that, which I think is really, 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 really cool. And that was something they spoke about at the conference. And overall, I just got the sense that Twilio in general, they want to make everything easier for everybody. They want it, everything to be very inclusive. They want things to be seamless. And they can achieve that by hiring and, and and utilizing the skills of a very diverse set of people. Yeah, and I, I was reading, you've written a great article on the, 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 the focus that Twilio plays on diversity. And you're absolutely right. The tech industries in general do have a, a bit of a problem in terms of representation of ethnic minorities and also and also sexism in, t in terms of women in, in positions of, of development power and that sort of thing. So it is really good to see Twilio, who, who are one of the most successful, let's, let's face it, as you said, they've dominated the, the CPAS market, really, really placing a big, a big focus on that. So all of this, all of the stuff's up on the website. So if any of the listeners want to know more about SignalConf, they can go. If they search for Twilio, they can find all of your stuff. What What have you got planned in terms of follow up and over over the next sort of few weeks? Anything interesting in the diary? Well, yeah. First, everything is online. Um, I've written from everything. I've written on everything from diversity at Twilio, uh, at the conference, uh, within the company itself, etc., to 
is there too much use of artificial intelligence in the contact center? Which I think I think everybody should check that out because I raised some pretty interesting points, and I would say also that Andrew Baker, uh, who's the head of developer education, I believe at Twilio, raised also some good points, and he argues that yeah, I think there's too much, and we're not ready for AI to take over 100% of that experience. In any case, I would check that piece out, and I, I, I hope to be following up with Twilio just to see how things are going and to. You know, they've got some other things in the pipeline, other conferences that they're, conferences that they're getting ready for. So I'm sure they'll be busy, but uh, I think they'll uh, be happy to have some more conversations about trends that are happening in the CPaaS space. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as I said, I, I would encourage any any of the listeners to go and check that out, and I'll, I'll include the links in the in the supporting article for this podcast. But for the meantime, Moshi, thanks so much for, for coming onto the pod and, and giving us an update uh, and your signal highlights from last week. No problem, mate. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And I hope to uh, join you again in the future. Massive thanks to Moshi for coming onto the podcast with me and also for producing all of that great content we discussed. As we said, if you want more details on any of those stories, whether that's the launch of media streams or Twilio conversations, Moshi has you covered. Head to uct.com and search for Twilio and you can find it all there. My personal favourite though was his piece on Twilio's goal to embrace diversity which you can also find on the site and has details on Twilio's plans to have women comprise 50% of its global workforce and to have greater representation from ethnic minorities. A pretty admirable set of goals. That's it for today's episode though so as always a big thanks for listening.